0: Good morning. Today is Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, one of the towering figures of Jewish thought in our day, of course was born and grew up in Europe in a small town in Poland. And Heschel describes how he studied the Torah's study the story of the Akeda, the binding of Isaac, which we read on Rosh Hashanah. And he studied that when he was a little boy with his Rebbe, with his teacher in Poland. As you can imagine, studying the story of the binding of Isaac, Akedas Yitzchak, it's a terrifying story and especially for a child. So here's what Rabbi Heschel writes isaac was on the way to mount moriah isaac was on the way to mount moriah with his father there he lay on the altar bound waiting to be sacrificed so now heschel says as a boy my heart began to beat very fast i was actually sobbing with pity for isaac and then the passage continues behold Abraham now lifted the knife. And Heschel says, How my heart froze within me with fright. But suddenly the voice of the angel was heard. Abraham, lay not your hand upon the boy, for now I know that you fear God. And here Heschel says, I broke into tears and I wept aloud. My Rebbe asked me, why are you crying? You know that Isaac was not killed. I said to my teacher, I said to my Rebbe, still weeping, but Rebbe, suppose the angel had come a second too late. The Rebbe comforted me and calmed me and told me that an angel can never come too late but then Heschel as an adult adds the following yes an angel can never come too late but we made of flesh and blood we can come too late and then he reminds us of the famous play An amazing play worth reviewing now before Yom Kippur, Our Town by Thornton Wilder. The play is about a woman, Emily, who died at the age of 26 and she is given the opportunity to come back and relive one day of her life. And she picks her 12th birthday and suddenly she's at home again and she sees her mother preoccupied and cooking and her father returns from work and he's worn out after a long day at work and only Emily is aware of the preciousness of the passing moments. Time passes by with the members of the family not paying attention to each other, seemingly unaware of each other's presence. And it's almost more than Emily can bear because though they cannot hear her, she is an apparition, but she cries out, Mama! Just look at me for one minute. Just look at me as if you really see me. Fourteen years have gone by that I have been dead. And now just for a moment, look, we're all together, Mama. We're all happy for one moment. And no one hears her. And she says, I can't go on. It goes so fast. We don't have time to look at one another. And she breaks down in tears. And the 12th birthday is fading away. And she weeps, oh earth, you're too wonderful for anybody to realize you. And then she looks at the stage manager and she asks do not human beings realize life while they live it every minute? And of course we know the answer to that question all too often no. We don't realize how fleeting time is. We don't realize how life can change in an instant. We don't realize what is really significant while it is happening. These days, leading up to Yom Kippur, there should be a tension in the atmosphere during these days. There should be an urgency that we feel as we have an opportunity that will not last, that will fade away. The verse that we've quoted so many times before that encapsulates and characterizes these days, Dir Shu Hashem Bihi matzo, seek out God when He is near. Now, of course, God is always available. But these days, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, these days, there is a greater ability to approach God. There is a nearness that we do not have during the rest of the year. And we need to take this opportunity and not lose it to engage in introspection, to ask others for forgiveness in a direct and personal and taking responsibility for it way. I've shared with some of you before the story of a man who wanted more than anything else in the world to own a boat, but his wife kept refusing and then one day he went ahead And he bought the boat because he wanted it and his wife was very angry. So he said to her, I tell you what, in the spirit of an apology, why don't you name the boat? And the wife said, I accept your apology and when her husband went to the dock, for his maiden voyage. He saw the boat's new name painted on its side and the name of the boat is For Sale. So often we engage in pseudo-apologies or unapology-apologies but to just say it directly and take responsibility and mean it and really try to do better. These are the days for that. These are the days to plot where and how we will change the course of our lives and then take the first steps leading to those changes. And perhaps most importantly, these are the days to be forgiving of others, to be patient with others in order to deserve that we should be able to ask God to treat us as we treat God's children. We can and should do this at any time of the year. But the special invitation, Dear Shu Hashem, Behimats, oh, seek out God when He is close. That extends through Monday. We only have a few days. We dare not come late. Only an angel can never come late. We have to make sure that we do not come late for this opportunity. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person. I urge you to be careful and to stay safe. And most of all, like Emily in our town, let's have the awareness while we can do something about it, of how precious and valuable these days are, dear Shuasham Bihimatsu. And let's take advantage of the amazing opportunity we have now through Yom Kippur. Have a great day.